Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ex surgat deus dissipentur de nemici eius, et fugiancio derenteu ma face eius. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered and let all those who hate him flee from before his face. Isn't it nice that... Roe versus Wade is dead. And there's a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about, both related to the miracles that are involved with overturning Roe versus Wade, and also some things that we need to pay attention to. Because while this is a huge step in the right direction, it is only a step in the right direction. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Michael Archangel, defende nos in proelio. Contra nequitiam et insidias diaboli est opraecidium. Imperetili Dea supplicas deprecamur, duque princeps militae calestis, satanam maliosque spiritus malignos que ad perditionem animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute, in infernum detrude. Amen. Cor Jesus Sacratissimum, miserere nobis. Mater dolorosa, ora pro nobis. Beatus Carolus Domo Austriae, ora pro nobis. Domine, ostende facem tuum et salvierimus, Ave Maria Purissima, Immaculata Conceptio Est. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. So Roe versus Wade is dead. In a 6-3 decision... Not a 5-4 decision, a 6-3 decision, with the three dissenting views, not dissenting on the basis of law, but on emotion. Our hearts, blah, 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 women, blah, 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 so we dissent. And I'm not even joking. I mean, it's it. They they do several pages of that nonsense, but they dissent not because the Fourteenth Amendment does not provide constitutional protection for abortion. They dissent because of the emotional impact, because of the cultural impact, <clears throat> because of tons of things thoroughly unrelated. They're not interested in the law. 
They're not interested in what's right. They're interested in the idea, the abominable idea that if you have sex, it might result in pregnancy. And if you have a pregnancy that you weren't expecting because you were having sex that you weren't planning on getting pregnant from, because you were behaving in a utterly, in an utterly degenerate manner. <clears throat> and you couldn't possibly be expected to carry that baby to term. And oh my goodness, what happens if you have to raise it? Oh Lord, the humanity. <clears throat> they couldn't dissent as a matter of law. And the reason they couldn't dissent as a matter of law is because no matter how you peel it, no matter how you approach it, no matter how you try to skin the cat, abortion is murder and degeneracy, sexual or otherwise, is just degeneracy. And under no point, under, under, under no circumstances and at no point, should, though, should degeneracy lead to murder rather than actually sucking it up and living the consequences that you made for yourself and fulfilling your obligations as a human being created in the image and likeness of God who has just received a gift of inestimable... Wow. I know I can speak English. I, I pretend to most times. But who has just received a gift of inestimable value. I knew they were out of their minds when Barack Obama was talking about abortion and pregnancy like a burden. Because he was talking about abortion being a human right so that his daughter Malia would not be burdened with an actual pregnancy. And these people don't understand why we don't look at them as, you know, good people. Why we look at them as the degenerates and the evil ones that they are. And I will tell you for certain, once upon a time, because this is, it's not like this isn't coming from a position of personal experience. Once upon a time, I was the sort of degenerate that might have looked at it in that, in that manner. Now, I don't know for sure, because at my core, I've always been pro-life, but I was always sort of mealy-mouthed and wishy-washy about it, going, well, you know, it is a, women's right, a woman's right, because, you know, I was stupid. And I could not see... <laughs> I didn't see abortion as murder. I knew life started at conception, and yet, for some reason, I didn't see abortion as murder. No explanation, couldn't back up the claim, seriously. Think about this for a moment. How do you know that a baby is alive at conception and then not believe that it's murder? So I defended it from anything but the, it's murder. You know, def I defended the pro-life position from, a, from any position, all of those untenable positions that are not the, hey, this is murder position. 
<clears throat> because you can't defend a pro-life stance by saying, well, the father should be included. Because let's be real for just a moment. Most males born after the 1960s are just as utterly degenerate <clears throat> as the females who want the so-called right to choose. The fact is, is that my stance on the whole thing was as an exception. <clears throat> and to actually further illustrate, during my entire time of being so-called, you know, sort of pro-choice, and I say sort of pro-choice. Like I said, at my core, I was very much pro-life, but I refused to actually take the stance that it, that it was murder. Except in those instances, in the hypothetical, if a woman I'm with gets pregnant while I'm with her, with my child, and she kills it, the hypothetical, <clears throat> that hypothetical led to the same outcome. You kill my baby, I kill you. I should have known at some point in holding that for my in holding that position for my entire adult life that abortion was murder and that pro-life was absolute. That to be against abortion is simply to be against murder. It should have clicked, it never did. took actually returning to the one true faith before I would look at it as, no, this is murder. This is absolutely murder. And you can make up whatever excuses for it you want. It's still murder. So I unabashedly celebrate the overturning of Roe versus Wade. And those people who are rioting at their state capitol buildings and at the Supreme Court should be shot. I am perfectly comfortable if someone, if, if a large group of someones were to go out there and put them all down like the dogs they are. Because you are talking about people who are advocating for murder to cover up their own degeneracy. To somehow make it so that their degeneracy does not have that ripple effect forward and out into the cosmos. They're murderers. And whatever arguments that they make are all going to be lies. And we know where that comes from. And so... To be blunt, I would be perfectly comfortable if a large group of people were to just go out there and annihilate them. Because they're not going to contribute anything of moral value to any argument. And in fact, they're only going to do the same thing that mankind has been doing outside of the grace of God since our creation. And that's making things worse. Now, this is, as I said, just the first step. It is a large step in the right direction. Because 
To be sure, now we actually have to take this to all of our state houses. Now we have to take this to all of our local and state governments and push them to do the right thing and recognize that abortion is murder. Now, for I think it's 26 states, it's more than half the country. You don't even have to worry about this because they had trigger laws that as soon as Roe v. Wade was overturned, boom, abortion was done. So there's a lot of you who don't necessarily have to worry about it because, because the overturning of Roe versus Wade means your state now bans abortion altogether. Missouri actually comes to mind, which is sort of a surprise because Missouri is one of those weird states <clears throat> that you just never really know what way they're going to go with something. I mean, come on. These are the people who arrested and charged the McCloskeys for defending their property by not shooting anybody. <clears throat> In a state where the McCloskeys actually had a right under the law to open fire and annihilate everybody who tried to cross through the fence that they broke through. So, in truth, you never, like I said, you never really know with a state like Missouri. I was a little bit surprised to find out that, th that their trigger law went into effect pretty much before the ink was dry. So that is, of course, a good thing. Many of you won't have to worry about this portion of the fight. <clears throat> but abortion is still only one portion of the fight. You have to remember... everything else that's out there. The alphabet people's insistence on being accepted for being immoral and degenerate. They continually refuse, it's, it's weird because they continually refuse the idea that they're pedophiles while they continue to go after your children. Apparently they haven't really figured themselves out either is not terribly surprising because, let's face it, all of this stuff is a result of diabolical disorientation. But we still have a very long way to go. We have to get the so-called woke out of the public eye, preferably by bleaching it out of existence or burning it out of existence or simply tossing it into a meat grinder and grinding it out and using it for the fertilizer that it is. <clears throat> Before I go too much into the rest of the steps that we have to be, that we have to take, I want to take a moment and give a nod to Kennedy Hall, who did an excellent job in sort of collating all the data that proves that the that the overturning of Roe versus Wade may have actually been by the hand of Our Lady. So we know that it was overturned on the 24th of June. The 24th of June, being the anniversary of Freemasonry, being the feast, or the traditional feast day of St. John the Baptist, and on the feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. During a month dedicated to Mary. 
there's a lot of spiritual significance to that fact because it, it there's <clears throat> there's a nice convolution between them or not convolution um What's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, <clears throat> there's a certain amount of poetry to it. We're gonna leave, we'll leave it like that. There's a certain amount of poetry to it, and it's the kind of poetry that, in all honesty, is you know almost completely divine. And I'm to be sure, everybody was surprised that the Roe v. Wade overturn decision happened on a Friday. And to some degree, that's definitely deliberate. It has to be. Because it came out on a Friday from a Supreme Court that is two-thirds Catholic. I mean, there's one apostate amidst the six judges who concurred. But from Chief Justice Roberts all the way down to Amy Coney Barrett by way of Neil Gorsuch, and Brett Kavanaugh, and Sam Alito, and Clarence Thomas, all Catholic. So having this decision released on the Feast of the Sacred Heart, <clears throat> would have definitely been significant because they had typically done Tuesdays and Thursdays. And to some degree, releasing the decision on a Friday is probably the worst possible decision because Jane's Revenge has all weekend to do whatever it is that they want to do, which is largely going to be throwing bricks through windows and trying to burn down buildings and going into a, into family planning centers and burning down maybe another 50 or 100 family, you know, pro-life family planning centers. <clears throat> Undoubtedly, there are churches that had, you know, psychopaths, scantily clad, screaming about their abortions or whatever, trying to break into them. Although Catholics have had plenty of time to prepare for this. <clears throat> and most people don't see it. They don't see this as actually being a battle between the world and the Catholic faith. It is a battle between the world and the Catholic faith. It's not necessarily a battle between the world and your particular Catholic church, especially since there are many Catholic churches that wave the pride flag during this entire month. <clears throat> but I do believe that it is more easy for me to agree with Kennedy Hall who came out earlier this week and said that this A is definitely the from the hand of Mary, B is probably very likely directly linked to Francis's consecration of Russia, and is most definitely connected to the Fatima message. Now we know that it is in fact connected to the Fatima message because the final attack against Our Lady and our faith in the world is actually an attack on the family. So that's not, that part's not disputable. 
But while I, at first, when I was listening to Kennedy actually make the case, thought that he was stretching quite a bit, as he brought it in, and as he was outlet, <clears throat> as he was laying out all of the all of the uh, <clears throat> all of the factors that were in confluence, working one with another, including the timing, it did become relevant to me. Or excuse me, not relevant. It, be, it did become rather clear to me that he probably that he may very well be right about that assessment. Do I know for sure? No. I don't. What I know is that recently there's been a seismic shift. The mask has come off, both in, in the various curial agencies in the church, but most definitely in most of, the mask has come off for most of the governments around the world. The things that I cannot account for are the things that go right. Those random acts that show up and you're like, well, I didn't expect that. I mean, Francis is the least Catholic of any pope in the last 200 years. And this least Catholic pope actually sat down and did the consecration by naming names. Okay, that's odd. The Supreme Court, which could not be bothered to take a case which ha of which it had sole jurisdiction. And that was the case of Texas and their lawsuit against Pennsylvania and several other states. The Supreme Court has sole jurisdiction an illegal matter between states. <clears throat> now, you may be able to slowly push things up to the Supreme Court if you if you were to say sue if you were to sue maybe your neighbor or you know some some business that wronged you. But in a lawsuit between Texas and Pennsylvania, there is no lower authority than the Supreme Court and there is no higher authority than the Supreme Court and yet the lawsuit of the lawsuit coming from Texas against the other several states that mutilated their state law, that violated their state law, that violated their election procedures as determined by law, by by through executive fiat and various other shenanigans. The Supreme Court who had sole jurisdiction over that, they did nothing. Because they didn't want to politicize themselves. So no, I did not expect this court case to come out the way that it did. I had hopes, but I had zero expectation. I had zero expectation because we're also talking... We're also talking about Supreme Court justice, justices that have been sort of wishy-washy on things where they really should have been rock solid. None the least of which is actually the alphabet people's various lawsuits.
So no, there was no expectation here. My hope is that the rumors that people are talking about, about Obergfeld and, so, and a few other cases having to do with the LGBT community, I hope they're right. I also hope that they get their act straight on gun control and start peeling back all gun control. Why? Because we've seen in Uvalde, Texas, that the police are not going to help you. And more than that, you have this law, you have this this piece of legislation instituting red flag law or trying to promote red flag laws, etc coming from a bipartisan Senate. All of the usual suspects of the greatest scum of the earth teaming together to do what? Not to save lives, not to reform the FBI, but to pour more money into it and bolster their wickedness. <clears throat> so I hope that they go after the Second Amendment and they peel that joker back uh, the attacks on the Second Amendment back and make it so that in this country, from sea to shining sea, under this constitution, under this government, that gun control means using both hands. <clears throat> that gun control means using proper firing discipline and the four fundamentals of marksmanship. Because if they don't, well, it's going to get a little hinky. And those of you who pride yourselves on having been law-abiding citizens for all this time, you may find yourself having to, ha having to, to mosey your way outside the confines of the law. And you know what risks those pose because you know the agencies that could be turned against you. could be turned against you. You know the agencies that will be turned against you. And if those agencies know that you can shoot them dead when they come for you, if those agencies know that you have an unbridled right to defend yourself and that it is very likely they that will be held to be in the wrong that's one way to make sure that you can actually live out your, your life in the manner that God means for you because I would like <clears throat> hang on before we go too far If I go back to the 90s, you look at the 90s, how many people were really aware that there was something wrong, that something diabolical was going on? <clears throat> Think about it. In the 90s, 
Alex Jones was just some crazy guy. Early 2000s, same thing. The deception was thick. And va the vast majority of people in the United States had bought one, bought one form of the deception or the other. They either bought it on the side of the neoconservatives or they bought it on the side of the neoliberals. But very few people think about it. Oh yeah, CNN might have been biased a little bit. And Fox News might have been biased a little bit. And MSNBC might have been biased a little bit. But how many people? How many people just watched them blindly, assuming that they were getting, you know, it might have a little bit of a bias, but you, you could sort of fish the truth out of there. Late 90s, early 2000s. Things didn't really start to crystallize, crystallize until about 2008, by and large. And don't get me wrong, I'm saying this, and you might be sitting there going, well, I knew, I saw, I could tell all of this crap. Okay, cool. Well, you were unique. Because it was very much less than 5% of the American population that hadn't bought into the lie whatever the lie was from the particular angles, but had not bought into the lie that things were just generally good and we were only ever arguing about details. And it was in that world where all of the major arguments, the things that were really actually important, were reduced to just details. Democrats are looking for this and Republicans are looking for this and they're both generally looking for the same thing. We're just arguing about how to get there. And you had the rare people like Rush Limbaugh, who even still was not willing to go so far as to say that the other side were bad people. He would simply attack their stupid ideas. And in all of their heyday, if you look at all of their heyday, even going into the 2000s, Rush, is always, Rush Limbaugh was always popular. And then you had Bill O'Reilly, and you had Sean Hannity, and you had Glenn Beck. But Glenn Beck was really the first one to try to say that was in the mainstream, that was trying to say, hey, something isn't right. But even he couldn't put his hands on it. So thick was the deception. And as you make your way to 2012, 13, 14, 15, it becomes much more obvious. But 2011 to 2015, most people are going, okay, these people are getting a little bit nuts, but okay, whatever. The rise of Me Too. And oh, hey, by the way, you had the veneer of legitimacy as they were going after people like Harvey Weinstein, who was a degenerate to be sure. Oh man, I'm going to actually have to go back into the archives and dig this episode up because I even mentioned that when Harvey Weinstein, on this podcast, I mentioned that when Harvey Weinstein was convicted, he was convicted illegally. They broke the law to get his conviction. And he may very well be every bit as guilty. He might be. 
we know he's a degenerate, okay? And I'm not making the case against his degeneracy. I am making the case against his guilt. Because I know for a fact that they broke the law. You get to recognize these things when they do the same thing to you in court. When they violate everything that the letter and the spirit of the law is supposed to uphold in order to achieve a particular political objective that allows them to thump their chests and say, I am whatever, hear me roar. Like they did for the Me Too movement. And there are some people, there are some significant people who I'm in full support of, who I fully support within the Me Too movement. But in part, it's because they left it and they realized that it got taken over and turned into some other monstrosity. It got turned into a political weapon to take out people's opponents, which it would have been from the start. I think it's Rose McGowan. I support her because she has been calling out the same thing. The Me Too movement went off course and she has stayed the same because she's talking about a particular injustice. But 2011 to 2015, in the attempts to well, in the supposed attempts to make to do right by that particular injustice, they created an entity that just became a weapon, another billy club with which to, to whack to whack down their opponents. <clears throat> and I'm not saying that <laughs> I'm not saying that women in Hollywood aren't being victimized. In fact, I would argue. Th- Tremendously in the other direction. If you're going to Hollywood to become an actor, you're going to be victimized. Terry Crews was proof of that. Oh, but Terry Crews couldn't get a voice because it was about women. And he was a man. Weird. But these entities and these institutions, these new, you know, front groups for that just basically become other political tools, they started to rise up 2011 to 2015. And then in total preposterousness, they started coming out with the believe all women. But it wasn't believe all women. It was never believe all women. It was believe Christine Blasey Ford who lied about pretty much everything and dreamed up something coming out of hypnosis or whatever. And ignore Tara Reid, the accuser of the current president, who very likely actually did exactly what what he's accused of 
Because we already have the records of him doing so many other things. This would actually just be one more thing to add on to his abject corruption as a politician. Which, I don't even understand why you would assume he's anything but corrupt, since he's been in politics for more than 50 years. Personally, I think anybody who goes 30 years in politics should immediately be executed, simply for having gone 30 years in politics. You've been ruined for anything else. Congratulations, you made it 30 years, this is your retirement. A 9mm by 19 parabellum round, straight to the dome, crosswise to make sure that we really mix up the stuff. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash news ad free. That's Amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Oh, he's advocating for killing politicians. Oh, yes, I am. A more degenerate and evil group of people you will never find. Except maybe in Hollywood and at the top of big business and in the World Economic Forum. Oh, and in anything having to do with global governance. He's advocating for the execution of all these people. Yes. If you can show how they're adding one speck, one micron of moral value to the world. If you can show me how they are contributing to the salvation of souls and the prosperity of mankind. Then I'll relent. But they are all liars and murderers. They're all fully in favor of abortion on demand. They're all fully in favor of offering up as many lives to Moloch as possible. They're all fully in favor, not just of offering up lives to Moloch, but making sure that they satiate the greedy little, the greedy little needs of the likes of Leviathan and Lilith and Baphomet and Asmodeus. They're all about filling up the coffers of Satan. And the sooner we recognize it as such, the sooner we, the sooner we recognize it, the sooner maybe we can try to put something together to move against it. And I'm happy to see that there are movements happening. If you were watching the rundown this past weekend, there's a young man who started it, who, who has started one, a very Catholic movement. And I would ask that you add him to your prayers and add add that organization to your prayers and maybe consider showing up on Michael Mouse.
<clears throat> Wouldn't be the worst idea ever. And I understand fully, if you're as concerned as I am, about just making it through the summer to make sure that you would even be able to afford to make such a trip. But you definitely need to add that young man and his group into your prayers. I do not remember off the top of my head, but it was something very, very... I think it's uh, Our Warpath. If I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure that's the name. <clears throat> the young man had a very militant mindset, which is good. If not, um, if I happen to be getting anything wrong about that organization, I would highly recommend that you actually swing back if you haven't seen it already and go watch the rundown from this past Saturday. It's quite a good one. And James got a new microphone, which was awesome. <sighs> we got a long way to go. Roe versus Wade is just the beginning. Is Do we need to rely on the Supreme Court? I would say no. I wouldn't bet on it. One more decision like this, and they are liable to just pack the court and make sure, try to make sure that another decision like this doesn't come out. The vital one would be gun control, as far as mechanisms for the American government. And by the way, <clears throat> I was born in the United States of America. Quite clearly, I'm gonna have them at the top of my list. Of, place, of places to defend. Sort of becomes obvious, even though I'm absolutely all about the fall of the United States government, the fact is, is that I want the people here to thrive. Looking for the salvation of souls here. Mostly because I'm looking for the reclamation of the United States as Catholic land. because we were here first. But a lot of people seem to think that, because when you come up, with, like when you mention a heresy like Americanism, it's easy to forget that Americanism isn't about the primacy and the goodness of the United States of America. It's about the American form of Pelagianism that you can pull yourself up by your bootstraps ultimately and be saved. Because Pelag because that form of Pelagianism still it still manages to metamorphose into a might makes right sort of thing. He who dares wins, he who pushes, he who is the most bold, the most acting, the most fervent, the one who actually stays true to the course, he will eventually he will eventually win. And it kind of points yourself as, you know, towards salvation in that direction as well. And Americanism really is actually the major transgression that was allowed to be imbibed by the Second Vatican Council. And yes, it is rooted in Freemasonry. It's rooted in all that other stuff. It is very clearly more complex, but if you were to distill it down to its core, it's simply Western Pelagianism.
And because we are so enlightened, we should be the ones to lead the world, etc., etc. And other bollocks. And I think that might be a real danger for people who are trying to put the names of heresies, particularly when they put them in ac accusations, or they're like, oh, hey, this smacks of such and such heresy. <sighs> Look, you may be able to detect heresy, but if you're not Thomas Aquinas or someone at least as smart as Thomas Aquinas, you're probably wrong. The Americanist heresy at its core is Pelagian. At its core. At its core, it is, you can pull yourself up by your bootstraps. At its core, it distills down to, we don't need God, we can save ourselves. Now granted, that is largely the nugget at the core of every heresy. But most especially, it's at the core of, of Pelagianism, and it is absolutely at the core of Americanism. And yes, there's other complicating factors. I would like to see America free from heresy and apostasy. Am I going to see that in my lifetime? Probably not. It took us 49, almost 50 years to figure out that maybe we should not make it protected by the Constitution to murder your baby. So things might take a while. And we have a lot of degeneracy to account for that we have to start dialing back. And we have a lot of penance to do to make up for the 61 million babies that have been slaughtered in the last 50 years. 61 million babies, probably more, probably closer to 65 by now. In 49 years. But, the first part of the message is repent and believe in the gospel. And by overturning Roe versus Wade, I do not want to get it twisted. I don't want to get it lost. By overturning Roe versus Wade, the United States of America has repented. And now the fight really begins. Because there's a large portion, mostly on the, on the coasts, that have decided that they're not going to repent. And they're going to make it more and more and more. And now it's time for you to take the fight to them directly. Because they no longer have the umbrella of federal protection. Now you can force them to say what they've needed to say, which is why are you supposed to be allowed to murder your baby? Where is your scientific proof that it's not a, that it's just a clump of, clump of cells? Because the Roe versus Wade decision in the first place was just a clump of words, to quote Mike 
from restoring the faith. Now they're gonna have to fight it on its merits. And they can and they can screech in the background all they want. But I wouldn't put up with that for too long. Because I mean you can see it in their faces, man. Everybody who's mad about this, they all live in the places where this stuff's legal and it's never ever ever going away. Everybody who's going completely apoplectic about this, they live in the states where they're never where they're never actually going to have to discipline themselves and not have sex. Which by the way, oh, last thing, favorite thing. This has actually been my favorite thing about the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Young ladies of the Gen Z persuasion, all of you purple-haired, pink-haired, gender-fluid whatevers, let's just go ahead and get this settled. You are not threatening the pro-life movement by saying, if I can't have an abortion, then we're not having sex until marriage. That is not a threat. From the pro-life stance, from the Catholic stance, from the Christian right. That was the expectation to to begin with, you vapid twat. So congratulations, your non-arguments, your propositions are accepted. We will not have sex until marriage, which means you probably better turn yourself into a marriageable wife. Because in all seriousness, if you're not wife material, well, it's going to be a lonely life. And men, quit being degenerate. Because the other recommendation, and this is the funny thing, because they're all like, oh, well, name one law that governs a woman, that governs a man's body. If you, if any idiot asks you that question, then you simply say selective service. Because women don't have to register for the draft, but men do. Oi. We've got to get ourselves right. As a nation, we have to get right. As individuals, we have to get right. Repent and believe in the gospel. We did the first part as a nation, but there are still a lot of men out there who need to do the second part, who need to actually do that first part and quit being philandering, promiscuous bastards. Just like there's a bunch of women who need to learn that you're the ones who actually decide. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to put a lot of power in the hands of a woman right now. Because it's the truth. You determine by your virtue or lack thereof the virtue of the men around you. This is a fact. Women, girls, you determine 
by your virtue or lack thereof, the quality of men around you. You determine whether or not the men around you are going to be virtuous and strong. You determine that by your comportment. So if you don't want dogs around you instead of men, you had better act as such. You had better be the paragons of virtue that you can be, that you're actually genetically, by, by your creation, you are actually more predisposed to modesty. You're more predisposed to humility. And so that cattiness that I'm going to go ahead and wear, <clears throat> that the cattiness that you, a lot of you display, but more importantly, this new trend of broads and baseball caps with tattoos and cargo pants running around all grunt style. That's not wife material. And you're not going to get a good husband that way. It's that simple. You guys are the ones who determine the quality of the men around you. And so if you're a venomous whore... You're going to attract the men that are perfectly capable of manipulating venomous whores. <laughs> Women need to be empowered. Y'all get any more empowered, and you're going to destroy the planet. Oh, wait, you're already destroying the planet. What am I talking about? Look around. All the ones who are making up all the fuss? It's not men. It's not. Certainly not in the United States, it's not. Anyway, all that food for thought. A whole bunch of stuff that we got to move forward on. Again, celebrate the fact that we've made the first step. We have repented of our, of our national abomination. That was Roe versus Wade. Now it's time to do the penance. It's also time to repent of all the other crap. So this isn't a time to rest, but do enjoy the fact that this has to have been miraculous because it came from a court that nobody expected to have this much moxie at a time when we all honestly expected it to go the other way. During a month that left it during a month and on the day that left the fingerprints of our God right on it. But we still got more to do. So don't slack off. Pray for the church. Pray for your nation. Fight the fight. And may God bless you and the Virgin protect you. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. 
Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.